Leo, here you are. Here we are together at last. Finally, it's Thursday, November 10th. We're going to be releasing two episodes today and one tomorrow on November 11th, Remembrance Day. So coming at you with three episodes this week, two of them in the backlog, in the can, as they say, that we've had sitting, we've been sitting on for about 10 days, and one that we recorded today that will be released tomorrow. So apologies for the delays. It's been busy and we've been all over the map and traveling and doing shows. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for it, but we're back. We're feeling good. We're regular. We're taking the digital Metamucil that is making us regular in our podcast episode. So enjoy this one. Episode 497 coming at you right now. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. And it all starts now. All right. Uh, Hey, everybody, reminding you that this episode once again is brought to you by the fantastic folks, folks, GandalfSpirulina.com. That's right. Gandalf Spirulina, uh, the superfood of all superfoods. Jenny, if you could... What what is I'm gonna try to ask naturally. Hey Jen, <laughs> what um what do you like to do for fun? But first, what's spirulina? Oh well, I'm really glad you asked. What I like to do for fun is um, cook. I like watching movies, and uh, I paint occasionally. Thank you for asking. It's really nice. Um, it is spirulina is a blue green microalgae, and it is partly responsible for producing the oxygen of the planet's atmosphere. So you can Ooh. be sure. That it is extremely good for you in, if you ingest it. You basically put it in water or a smoothie or juice or whatever you want and get it down the hatch. And it, uh, it's just uh, one of those things that if you feel like you're lacking, you know, healthy antioxidants and immune boosting uh, nutrients in your life, it's it's really, really good thing. It really is amazing Especially stuff. Especially Gandalf, by the way, because it's really high quality it's the best quality i mean and that's the thing when you're shopping for spirulina you're going to see some price differences and there's a reason behind that and you need to uh uh, research what you're buying if you want the best of the best in quality gandalf spirulina is it we've been taking it now for three weeks i feel amazing honestly yeah me too i mean tell my voice and face but i feel amazing i know that was kind of lackluster but uh just in three grams one three-gram serving, uh, it provides 3,900% more beta-carotene than carrots, 2,300% more iron than spinach, 600% more protein than tofu. 600% more protein than tofu. That's crazy. And tofu has a lot of, uh, people don't realize, has a lot of protein. Yes, yes, it does. And ah. 280% more antioxidants than blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Get into this stuff. It's uh, great for you. It can help with cognition, immune function, eye health, heart health, skin health, athletics, and inflammation, everybody. Inflammation. In today's world, everybody's inflamed. Everybody's puffy and red on the inside. (laughs) Head on over to Gandalf Spirulina. Gandalf, G-A-N-D-A-L-F, Spirulina, S-P-I-R-U-L-I-N-A.com. Do it today. All right, welcome to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant coming at you, Solo Pod, episode 496, I believe, yeah, 496 or 497, I've lost track. How do I not know the episode count? Anyway, we're a handful, a mere mere, uh, handful episodes away from five 
hundred episodes, everybody. Why do I not have any volume? What's going on? What's going on, bud? Flying the ship solo today. Jordan is out of town or out of, um, I was going to say out of focus. Oh, fuck off. Um, Hold on. I'm out of focus. Where's my sound? Oh, here we go. Sorry. Um, yeah. Jenny will will be joining us shortly, midway through the episode, perhaps. But I'm on a bit of a tam, 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 tam crunch. Uh, let's try that again. A handful of episodes away from 500, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's right. Or wait. Mm, kind of in the middle. Not a gasp. Not a... 500 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Three episodes away. Three episodes away. Three episodes away. No. All right. Enough. Enough with the soundboard. Keeping myself busy. Can you tell I'm killing time? Can you tell I'm alone? Uh, reminding you, by the way, by the way, sometimes my French accent comes out. If I'm tired or hammered or both, which is the case right now, my accent comes out a little bit. Uh, reminding you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be uh, whatever it is. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, you have that purple app. It's on there. And if you were watching us on YouTube, if you're one of the people that watch us on the tube, uh, hit that like button and subscribe and the little bell and all that good stuff. Anyway, here we are. By the way, I'm so sick Technology is supposed to make things better. I know this is like a hack take. Like, look, technology, technology is supposed to make things better, and it's only making things worse. Wow, back in my day, I just mean, I mean, that is the case. I mean, maybe that is hack, but because it's a tired premise, because it's true. Specifically in the world of customer service. I can't remember if I told the story on the podcast, but a few weeks ago, Specifically on October 5th, 5th, I went to deposit some cash at the ATM at my bank, Royal Bank of Canada, transit number. Uh, anyway, I went to deposit some cash late at night. And as I'm at the ATM, it's very high tech now, which, by the way, this part of the technology is is better where you can just, you don't need an envelope or anything to deposit cash. You just, no matter how many, up to 90 items, bills, checks, whatever, you throw that in the machine, thick stacks, and it will scan and without, you don't have to input the amount you're depositing, nothing. It'll scan the bills, it'll scan the checks, it'll determine the amount you're depositing, you confirm, and it's right there on the screen. So... I was telling Jenny about this, and I was depositing a bunch of cash. Wait, I was depositing a bunch of cash and a U.S. check. And um, Jen's like, "Are you sure you want to deposit your U.S. check on the in the ATM because it's not going to do the conversion?" I'm like, eh, "It eventually does it. That takes a couple business days, but it does it." So I put in my pin. I insert my fat stacks, and that that the, the 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 sound machine, the money one, is too loud. 
When you compare this to this. Yeah, I apologize if you're listening with headphones. Anyway, put my cash, put the U.S. check, and then it, without entering a single thing, it scans every item. That's the sound it makes. It scans it all, and then it tells me the amount of cash I'm depositing, and it says the amount. It's, it recognizes that it's a USD check. And uh, it says, this is the amount of the check, this is the amount of the cash you're depositing, with a little asterisk next to the check, please allow two business days for the conversion to um, be credited to your account. I'm like, this is amazing technology, look at this, look at this, it's all there, it's fantastic. So I have this bright, read, dumb idea to, uh, I wanted to take a picture to send to Jenny, I wanted to take a screenshot of the of the ATM and show look at this uh, look how cool it is it's all advanced and for future reference now you know you can deposit US checks in your account at the ATM and it'll figure it out technology is great so but i didn't have my phone on me and this was really really dumb okay so i'm parked right outside the front door of the ATM my the car's running it's there the lights are shining in it's pretty safe, even though it's late at night. There's no one around, except that one time there was that those two homeless guys, one with the ass, uh, bare ass, and a chock full of shit on the uh, hard, cold tile. But different night. There was nobody there. Residential area, safe. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to... Um, what's this? Oh, I think Jenny's here. So I'm like, I'm going to deposit my money. and uh, Or sorry, I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to run to the car real quick. It's going to take me 10 seconds. Again, I'm prefacing this by saying it was really dumb. I'm going to run to the car, take a picture, send to Jenny. So I'm like, I, I'm doing that thing where I'm like stretching. I'm like, I have like almost one hand on the ATM, one hand uh, at the door. I'm like, can I, do I have the time? It's going to, it's going to be seconds. I don't know what that sound was. Hello? I don't know if the, uh. Hold on. Oh yeah, okay, it is Jen. I don't know if I don't know if the cats were murdering in a mother. Hi Gordy. Hi Gordy. Okay, 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 okay. Uh anyway, so I'm like I have that the hand one hand on the ATM, one hand on the door. I'm like it's going to be a, a, a mere seconds the exchange. So I do decide to run to the car. It takes like 7 seconds. Snatch my phone from the charger and I run back in as I'm running back in again. The stupid, the machine is taking, uh, my cash and check is already in the machine, but I see there's like a countdown, it's like 20 seconds for security reasons, and then it just shuts down, I see like the screen change on the ATM, and these screens are huge now, it's a huge display, and uh, it says, uh, your funds have been withheld, your deposit has not been made, but we have withheld your funds for security reasons. I guess if you're being held up, if someone's like, give me all your money, and you have, huh, you, you have to take that 20 seconds, oh my, with your hands up, it, the machine will take your money and your check, keep it, makes a weird sound, 
A definite shutdown sound. Where you know you can't get it back. But it doesn't register the deposit. So deposited in my account, zero. Money in my hand, zero. Money in the, my money in the machine, all of it. It's just in the ether. It's in nowhere. No man's land. In the void. So I'm like, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? So And then it prints out a little receipt. We with, withheld your uh, items. No deposit was made. Um, for further information, contact this number. A GD1800 number. Here we go. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And you know when you have to call a customer service, it's a whole thing. It's not just pick up the phone. Hey, this happened. Oh, no problem. This is, this is them typing. Oh, yes, Mr. Dion. I see you here. And let's credit your account right now. You should see that in about two to five minutes. Anyway, none of that. It's a 1-800 number. You know it's a whole thing calling. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I get in the car right away and um, Muffin. Hey. Okay, I'm going to turn on your mic. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us, the one, the only, Jen Grant. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, my Elvis. I'm going to change the camera angles. We're both on. I'm just telling the story of uh, the ATM. I can't remember if I told it on the podcast, but it's going somewhere. If I did tell it already, I apologize because I'm really long-winded when I'm alone. Uh, of the ATM eating my money. Oh, yeah. On October 5th. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I, I get the little slip that tells me to, to call a 1-800 number, and I know this is a whole thing. You can't just call, pick up, and it's quick. So I get in the car, and I call them. Call the 1-800 number. I'm on hold forever, of course. And um, this is getting to my point, which is that technology is making customer service so much worse. You can't just get someone on the phone. Anyway, I finally do get someone on the phone. I'm just going to adjust your camera a little bit so you're more in the shot. Yoinks. 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 Hello? Oh, hi. Um, okay, there, you're in the shot. Perfectly centaured. So anyway, uh, what was I saying? Mm. Mm, you don't know. Uh, irritated on oh, hold. Oh, yeah, I get the call. Uh, yeah, so I'm on hold forever. The wo- I explain the situation to the woman. She's like, oh, God, let me see what I can do. Okay, all this. And so she... Uh, Puts me on hold. She comes back. She's like, apologize. I'm just trying to figure this out. So she comes back. Finally, she the, her conclusion was, you're going to have to go into that branch. She goes, unless we start an investigation here on the phone, which can take up to uh, five, she told me five business days. Um, I'm like, five business days? My cash was right there. It was within seconds of having it in my account. It was in my fingertips. I ran to the car stupidly. I acknowledge that. And then... Um, Whatever. I'm like, five business days? Fuck. So she's like, or you can go to the branch tomorrow morning and uh, resolve this thing. I'm like, I'll go to the branch. Don't worry about the investigation. So uh, next morning, October 6th, I get on the first thing, get in the car, go down to the branch, wait in line. 
get to the teller, explain the whole situation. They look up. Oh, yeah, okay. I see here. Well, unfortunately, you have to call the number. I'm like, I called the number. They told me to come here. They're like, well, no, you have to call mm. the number. We can't do anything, so you actually have to call the number, and they will uh, start an investigation. She, she, he goes, actually, I can start it here. It'll save you a little bit of time, but we're going to open an investigation. Did it turn you into a Darren? Yeah, but this is warranted. It's like a warranted Darren. Oh, I know. But still. Karens are usually um, racist and irrational. I guess, but it feels like no matter what, you always no. they can always label you that. Uh, maybe, I guess. Anyway, um, it's man's world. Mm-hmm. So I was labeled as empowered and confident. <laughs> Standing up for what you believe in. Yeah. So... I um, he goes. I'll start an investigation. Opening it up. This is the reference number and all this. It's gonna take up to eight business days. I'm like, oh my god, eight business days. My money was right there. I was seconds away from it being in my account. Can't you just go in the ATM, do something? Like, no, we can't. Anyway, all that to say, it's October 27th today, and I have not received my money yet. No, and my account, no. Wasn't it supposed to happen yesterday? Every day they tell me it's supposed to. And then every day I call and they're like, um, they go, um, yep, someone l- l- worked on it yesterday. What does that mean, worked on it? They go, yeah. you can see here in the notes, someone looked at your file yesterday. Okay. Okay. And then they tell me, you'll have an answer. I'm like, my, the answer better be that I have my fucking money. <laughs> what do you mean an answer? Oh my God. I want my money. You know, I, you know why I'm really, really confused about it? Because I used to work in a bank a long time ago. And obviously things have changed since then, but when I worked there, you know, there were bank machines and people would make mistakes. And, and also from being a teller, if you have an imbalance in your cash and in your deposits, you go through everything and try to find out where the problem is. But the thing is like a lot of times no one's telling you where the problem is. You have to research it and find it yourself, but you went into the bank and told them. You're going to find... Because, I told them the exact amount, the exact it, amount of my check. Like they see you on camera. There's a camera there. I know. They see, they see that like if your deposit didn't get acknowledged, you'd there'd be all this extra cash and an extra check, right? Did you put a check in? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a check and extra cash. Well, so I don't what think is the, the tellers complication? Can, uh, have access to the ATM. I think it's well, like they companies did, like Brinks and stuff. For, well, they no, but somebody processes it. So whenever they go to deposit it, they match what the computer or the m- machine says it received and then they count what's there. And yeah. so if the, if the machine doesn't recognize you did a deposit because it swallowed your card or whatever. Anyway, I don't. Yeah, it's just so annoying. I don't know what the holdup is, but it's been now fourteen or fifteen business days. It said eight, but my whole That's point insane. being, it's insane. I call. I keep calling, uh, and you just can't get anybody on the phone now. Everything is automated. Did you know even when you call cabs now, it's all automated. No. Yes, it's like for ac- accessibility bookings. Press one for immediate bookings. Press two, and you press two. This is here in Ottawa. You call and you press two, and you have to leave a message, detailed message. Uh, 
of your address, the street corner, the area, and the name. I don't like it. And then I know it's like it's just going off into the ether. This you just have to have faith that someone's going to check. And they like wonder it. why cabs or Ubers taking over. It's like answer the mm-hmm. phone. You can't get anybody on the phone. Try to call your ba- branch. Try to call your bank branch directly. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible. So, I've been contacting RBC about five or six times in the last 20 plus days. And every time it's that stupid fucking virtual assistant. Hello, I am your RBC virtual assistant. I am here to help. And they, they try to sway you from, from or dissuade you from calling. They, so they, they're like, do you know that you can... Um, that you can find what you're looking for online at rbc.com and logging into your account. Do you still want, and it's like, um, do you still want to, me to help you? Like, yes. Okay. Please go, please start by enter, entering or saying your 16 digit card number. And then you say it and it never registers the right thing. It's always wrong. This technology, it's like fucking sticks and stones, caveman technology. You'd think in 2022, You'd have AI that can actually read. So, okay, what can I help you with today? I'm like, uh, investigation update. I'm sorry. I didn't understand your your concern. What can I help you with today? Investigation update. I'm sorry. I didn't understand your request. Oh my God. What can I help you with today? And it always starts with the same enthusiasm because it's just the same recording over and over. And I'm like, you know, like if it was a person, then go, I'm so, so sorry, I'm not understanding or whatever. But it's the same, like it starts over again. Like, what can I help you with today? Also, and I'm like, I hate it when, when, when the robotic automated voice is telling me I'm sorry. You're not even a human. Stop saying I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not real. Can you turn down my cans just a tiny, tiny bit? Anyway, so. Sensitive little ears. So, um, he's like, I'm like, investigation update. I'm sorry. And again, and then I go, investigation update. And he goes, thank you. Would you like checking product, savings products, RRSPs, or investment Oof. products? Because it's, it thought I said investments oh, update. Boy. So, I'm like, agent. Okay. I will transfer you to the appropriate sales associate, um, investment specialist. So I was on hold. I will jump all through these hoops. And now it's transferring me to the wrong department. It's transferring me to in- an investment specialist. Oh, my god! That wants to, like, look at my portfolio. I'm like, agent, agent. And oh you know that god. when they, they when they get the call, they can just hear you screaming uh, the answer, <laughs> the answers. So I'm like, agent, agent. And it's like, your wait time is... 16 to 32 minutes. Mm. And I'm like, but I'm, I know I'm being transferred to the wrong department. So now I have to hang up and start again. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm your RBC virtual assistant. Uh. Please enter or say your 16-digit card number. And then <laughs> followed by the pound sign. Oh and then I, I do it. And then I'm just like, now I'm just like, agent, agent. I'm sorry. I didn't understand your request. How may I help you today? I'm like, agent, motherfucker. And when you start yeah. talking, it stops right away. So it's like, I'm having a hard time. And I'm like, fuck. And so it just stops because it's listening. And I'm like, agent. And it's like, okay, I will transfer you to an agent. 
and then I get this. It go it goes um, due to a high number of uh, calls. Um, you can go to rbc.com and you know find everything you're looking at online. And uh, but because of a high volume of calls, we can't take your call right now. Click, it hangs up. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh my! I call God. back. It's just like I'm like I just want to get someone on the phone. Finally, I get someone on the phone. I tell them the whole thing. They're like, yeah, it looks like someone here yes looked yesterday, so there's nothing we can do. And by the way, I, for she answers the woman. I'm like, I go, wow. I go, that virtual assistant is some piece of shit technology. I go, I'm sorry, but it's like, it's not, it's, it's completely useless. Yeah. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's yeah. wasting time. It also makes, it's not fair to the actual live reps that have to talk to people because by the time you actually talk to those people, you're so mad. Like I, so I, it mad. makes me, and you're a calm person with customer service stuff. Like I'm not, I've got a very short fuse. Like I really can't handle it. And, uh. So, oh man, what did she say to you when you said that? She's like, I apologize for that. I was like, Ugh. I anyway, know. so then um, she looks into it. She's like, yeah, looks like someone looked at it yesterday. We'll get back to you. I'm like, for fuck's sake. So I hang up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call my branch directly. Actually, she told me, you might want to follow up with the branch. So I'm like, fine. Look up the branch. It's a local number. It's not a 1-800 number. It's a local number. As soon as it picks up, welcome to your RBC oh branch boy. assistance. So it's like, it's not general customer service. It's branch assistance manager. Oh I'm your gosh. virtual assistant. What can I help you with? And I go, branch manager. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't understand your request. And then it's, it's the same exact system, right? So I jump through all the fucking hoops. Again, wait on hold. Someone answers. I go, am I calling the branch right now? She goes, oh, no, this is the general customer service line. I go, I call the branch line. She goes, they don't have, you can't call them. I go, can you please, please transfer me? She's like, what is the reason? I'm like, oh, shit. I tell oh her the whole gosh. thing again. And she can see all this on my phone. She can see the amounts of times I've called and everything. And um, she's like, well, they actually would tell you the same, same exact thing I would. So... No, she couldn't transfer me to you the You know branch. what I would do? You know what I would do? This is my, uh, this has helped me before. Hey, hold that thought Oh a yeah, sec. go ahead. But when you walk into a branch and you look in all the offices and you look at the tellers, they all have phones on their thing. What are the phones for if you can't call them? I to know. call each other? Hey, office two, this is office one. <laughs> Want to have lunch? Like, what are they calling? What are the phones for? You can't call, you, there's no outside calls. It just goes to this stupid virtual assistant to this main customer service line. And it's, like you said, it's so infuriating. I'm already frustrated of the situation, but I'm like, whatever, I'm in a good mood. But it's a good day. I call. By the time I get someone on the phone, I'm livid. I'm seething. And then I can't get someone on the phone in the branch. You can't get some... A branch manager is a nice office. All that's in his office is a desk, a computer, and a phone. How, how come you can't get to that phone? What's the special secret number? And why do they change that? Were people just calling all the time, like making just ring, 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 hi, branch manager, <laughs> and hanging up? Like, what's why? Are they fielding that many phone calls? 
that they can't have that, that that people they don't trust the general public. They have to babysit us like, oh, we can't give you the phone numbers because you'll just call and make prank calls and annoy us. Like, it's like that's what they're saying. They're saying we don't trust you, public, to use this phone properly for things that you only need. So we we are going to shut that off. Drives me insane. What were you going to say? Uh, yeah, it is very, very frustrating. But I, I bet you they are way more productive when they don't answer their phone because, like, you have a legitimate concern. And um, but I bet you there are a lot of really annoying yeah, people. But there that should waste be a customer. Usually there'd be a. Uh, there used to be someone to field them. Well, like, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. call directly. Like you'd call. The, there was like a, a lady or a, a guy at information, the desk when you walk in. Yeah. And the phone rings. Hi, how can I help you? Yes, I need this and that. Yeah. Let me transfer you to the branch manager. Do you have an appointment? No, I don't. Okay, I can make an appointment for you. But at least you're talking to a person that can eventually get you to that. Phone. It's not yeah. like you have direct that phone numbers to to everybody in the br- in the Basically, branch. But you can't even get that person. You go to the main. Hi, I'm your RBC virtual assistant. You're not a virtual anything. You don't work. You're not working. Basically, it it helps them, I guess, but it does not help the customer. And without the customer, they don't have a company. So it's kind of shit. And it's like we have no control or say over it. It's just this is the way it is. So deal with it. This is your life now. I hate um, it. I but hate I was my wondering, life. I was wondering if, um, I don't remember what my other point was, but originally I wanted to mention like, I wonder if Gen Z will care or know the difference. Like, because um, to I'm the branch manager, Jennifer Zimmerman. <laughs> if, because uh, I'm, uh, Gen X and you're a uh, millennial on the cusp mm-hmm. of millennial and Gen Did Gen you X. move by the way you're off camera now again? Uh, oh, I didn't oh. I don't think so. Could you slide to your right a little bit? Yeah, there perfect. And um I wonder because if they wouldn't know what it was like before where somebody actually would answer the phone, will they be as frustrated? Cuz we know the comparison, the difference. Well, you must want, even if you're a young twit, you still might probably want to talk to someone once in a while. But you know when you have, yeah, totally. But like, you know, when you have something else to compare it to, you probably get more crazy because you know it could be so much better. Just answer the fucking phone. I don't understand this, this. And now it's all companies are like this, all like larger companies, even smaller ones. You call well cab companies. You can't get someone on the phone. It's all automated. Like, why are people so scared of the phones? Were prank calls happening that much? Wrong numbers. What was happening that they just cannot? No, we don't. We can't. The phone. We don't use it anymore. Then again, have you ever been stuck on a phone with someone and you can't get off? The hang phone? up. Yeah, hang I know. Up. But what if? Yeah, but you can't just hang up on a lot of people. It's a better solution than not having a phone at all. Mm, yeah, I know. It's just kind of making a joke. But do you know, have you ever been stuck on the phone with someone and you can't get off? There's ways of getting off, especially in a business setting. You go, I have other appointments. I'm busy. You know, there's ways in a, in a professional environment to, to be like, our time is up. Luke, I have another appointment. This is, a, you know, I can transfer you to someone else. You can leave a message, send an email, whatever. But actually, have the option of a phone. They'll have them. How about if, if you're like, hey, uh, I really have to go. I have an important meeting in 10 minutes. Okay, just one more thing about that movie that I saw the other day. And then you're like... Yeah, but who's calling a branch manager for movies? No, I'm just talking in, in general, oh. just a funny concept of never being able to get off the phone. Mm. 
<laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was just ahead. making a joke. Oh. Um, no, no, no. That's it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm fired up. I, well, I'm, I mean, I've worked in customer service before. There's a lot of needy customers, like people who yeah, are but to, lonely. To, to cut and... off the entire planet from using the phone? Oh, no, I agree. I just It's ridiculous. Uh, no, I feel I like agree. you're taking the side of the customer service. And oh, I'm... I'm not. You know I'm not. I'm not about that. No, I'm not. I'm just saying as as a uh, former server, oh, some people are annoying. It is the worst job in the world. But I'm not even like talking about call center stuff, just like in a brand, like... You're a branch manager. You're a bank manager. Have a fucking direct line or have a line that you mm. can. It's so secret. And they all have direct lines. You know that they have one. Like if they have a business card, I'm sure you can, you can, they have direct lines, but it's so secretive. Yeah. It's a secret. Mm-hmm. You can Google. I Googled the specific branch, RBC, St. Joseph Boulevard, Bank uh, Gatineau, branch manager, direct number. Nothing. It's mm-hmm. this big secret. Let's not reveal our phone mm-hmm. numbers. It's like, is it that? Yeah, you're right. It's there's gonna be people that abuse it and that whatever. But everybody now, mm-hmm. nobody can call. Yeah, I know. Hi, I'm your RBC virtual assistant. Shut uh. up. I've I loathe the person that recorded that vo- voice. It's probably a father and a f- as a family. I hate that person. <laughs> the person that went in a sound booth and recorded the virtual assistant voice <laughs> and I hate the person that developed the technology thinking this was going to be better. How is it not better this point at this point this far into the game? Yeah. That's crazy. Agent. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't understand your request. How may I help you today? Agent. Maybe they I'm think sorry. you're saying Asian. Mm-hmm. Meh. I'm sorry. We have many different races here, and we cannot de- uh, send your phone call to a specific race. Speaking of technology, can we please, as a PSA, get the phone, get, keep, and get the phones out of the sauna? What happened? Did Everybody's on their phone now. Okay, so I haven't been to a, a public sauna in not that long. That's a, crazy. Couple to years. Me. A couple years. We've had this nice, beautiful home gym, which we have. But you and I just recently rejoined the gym, Good Life Fitness, just because uh, we travel a lot, and it's fun to switch it up to get out of the house. And there's just more equipment and, and yep. machines, and it's. It's um it motivates you to switch it up because mm-hmm. it is hard to motivate when you're always mm-hmm. doing it here. I am super grateful and I love our gym here and I'm still obviously using it, but just like a couple days a week, pop down to the gym. Yep. It's an outing and also I'm obsessed with saunas, as you know, and, and cold plunges and so on. But um the la- when I went into the sauna before, year and a half, two years ago and any time before that. No one had phones in the sauna. I used to bust my buddy uh, Laurent all the time. His ball, his balls. Well, it's weird when you yeah. say it differently like that. <laughs> I used to bust Laurent's balls, but when you go, I used to bust my buddy Laurent his balls <laughs> all the time. <laughs> really puts emphasis it's, on the balls. It just sounds like you're really doing something with those balls. I really used to bust uh, Laurent Laurent's juicy nutsack. <laughs> anyway. 
Why juicy, though? I don't know. Well, it's a comedy funny. podcast and nothing's been funny so far. Yes, it has. Anyways, it's so- not really a comedy. It's a podcast by comedians right. that, that will have some funny moments here and there. Thank you. Hi. Um, but he will, he goes on his phone. I would uh, go for a sauna, just be him and I, and he'd be on Instagram. And it's like, I don't know why it bothers me. I shouldn't care because I'm just doing my own thing in the sauna. But so now. It would bother me too. I was in the sauna they yesterday. They should say no cell phones. That, to put it in a suggestion box at the at the gym. That's, that's the technology that's also over because that requires human uh, interaction. It requires someone to. I really think. And also it's private. Like when you're in the sauna. You shouldn't be. I bet you you're actually not allowed to have cell phones because or, remember um, that gym we were at in Toronto, you were not allowed to use your cell phone in the change room, which I completely get and agree with. I don't think you are, but for some reason the sauna they do they do it. So when we were in Moncton, I'm gonna call went, and went to um, Good Life there, and I go in the sauna and there's like five other guys in there, all on their phones. That's insane. To All me. of them are on their phone. Take a break from your friggin' and phone. And the, the light in in Dieppe in the sauna, the lights are off. Mm-hmm. It's a dark sauna, for some reason. I kind of like it. But they're all. I just see screens. All of them uh. on their screens. Also, doesn't it fuck your phone up? So yeah. I, I said that. I go, doesn't that fuck your phone up? And they're all like, they're all kids. They're all like in their twenties. They're all, they're all nice about it. Like, oh, that for like 10, 15 minutes. But sometimes if I stay longer, it'll like. You'll get that temperature warning and it'll shut down. But I'm like, why bring your phone in the sauna? We have our phones everywhere, twenty four seven, by if, your bed. What if you want to be car. naked in the sauna too? And somebody's you I don't am know. Naked. I am naked in the sauna. Well, what if you you don't know what they're doing with their phone? It could look like they're texting somebody, but it could be a camera. It. I bet you that's not allowed in there. What if there's a website of me just live <laughs> live cams of me in the sauna constantly, just naked? But no, I am fully naked in there. I mean, I have a little towel. Is everyone my else waist. fully naked? Yeah, I don't think anyone's going in their bathing suit in the, in no, the but sauna. <coughs> Sometimes people have a towel around their waist. Yeah, well, you kind of have it wrapped around your waist, but it's a little open. You know, you're flashing a little peak. There's those balls again. Your juicy balls on the hot sun, a cedar planks. Anyway, and yesterday, you go to Good Life, and these these were not young people. There's like five or six grown men in there. Each and everyone on their phones. I couldn't believe it. And one of them has, uh, a couple of them had ear pods in, so you can hear them. Oh, I don't like that. Whatever they're watching or oh, listening so to. Annoying. And it's just like, can we just leave the phones out of the sauna? As a PSA, hi, I'm Julian Dion. If you take a sauna, uh-huh. leave your phone in the locker room, in the locker, you dipshit. I know. What are we doing? I know. It's It's a little, it's first of all, it's scorching hot in there. And, I agree. Uh, what are you doing with your phone? You can't have just a calm 15-minute experience in the sauna without being on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube it's or whatever the fuck. It's very addictive. I know. Well, I'm fully addicted to my phone. I'll admit. I'm not, no better than any of these pieces of shit. See what I did in there? <laughs> but I... Um, no, I'm no better. I'm addicted too. But I the sauna is where I draw the line. I go, I'm going to spend 20 minutes in here and just with my thoughts. I think people are just afraid of their own thoughts and any free time. But the sauna seems insane. That's why I prefer the steam room because you can't bring your phone in there. It'll ruin it. It's It'll get wet. 
Yeah, I love this. I prefer the steam room too. And I, I like both for different Eucalyptus reasons. Eucalyptus soil is in there. It smells so nice. Love it. But I think it reminds me of Louis C.K.'s bit where he's like, I think we're all just afraid of like the truth of life. It's like if you think about, I don't know, how did he word it? I'm sweating my balls off right now. That's the truth when you're in a sauna. Mm-hmm. But I know it's, but that no, I, drives me nuts. And again, I shouldn't really care because I'm, I'm not on my phone. I just close my eyes. I'm doing my own thing. But everyone else is scrolling in the sauna, towel around their waist. It's 170 degrees in there, scrolling. Did you, so when your friend Lara would do it, what would you say to him? I can't remember exactly, but I was bust, bust. Uh, his, and what would uh, he say? Like, would he get defensive? Kind of. Then he'd put it down by his side, then he'd back on it first. But it's like, you really have to be on Instagram right now in the sauna? On Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And again, I'm addicted, to, I'm addicted to it, and I'm on it way too much, and I'm on it all the time, and I hate it. But the sauna, for some reason, to me, it seems psychotic to be on your phone. And they all do it. Uh, four out of five people in saunas. Did you four go out of five the sauna dentists yesterday? recommend not having your? Yeah. Yes, I did, and, and uh, everyone. Yes, that's what I was saying. Everyone was on their phone. Oh, I, I wasn't sure if you only meant the other good life. No, no, I said uh, yesterday, and there were grown men too. Like in Moncton, they were younger. I like would in put 20s. in a little complaint. I'm going to call. You can put in a complaint. Maybe if it's enough not people change say anything. anything. I don't know. That's that's another thing. Anytime complain, complaining or writing letters, I go. It's the point. I'm going to try. Anyway, so yeah, leave the saunas out of the fucking uh, the phones out of the sauna. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm so sick of <laughs> mice. You sound like you're slowly becoming that old man on the porch. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, you're, it's all justified. I'm a middle-aged man on the porch. I'm it's all justified. Uh, no, I'm so tired of coming home to a mouse. A oh mouse yeah, occur. what happened? A massacre. <laughs> massacre. Well, so we have we live in the country, beautiful home, beautiful property in the woods. But the thing with our home was built in '91, and this just happens. It's a reality. Uh, in the fall and in the spring, I don't know why the spring, but in the fall they they look for warmth. You you will get a mouse or two mice, mousesses. We on average we've had about one or two a year. One in the fall, one in the spring. The cats will find it. And that's it. Right now, we're up to five. It's uh, crazy. Nuggy got his fifth confirmed kill <laughs> in the last about six weeks or so. Five this season. Yeah, this season, which is crazy. But I'm I think, so wasn't sick there of one it. or two in the spring? One in the winter and the spring? Wasn't there two in the spring? And then this fall, there's five. I don't remember the spring. Well, because remember that one time you were sitting with Nuggy in, in the living room down here and you heard boom and Farley had gone after a mouse. Remember? I that, know. That was this year. Yeah, you were sitting on the couch with Nuggy late at night and you heard boop and then Nuggy boop. went running right away because he could tell that Farley was had jumped hunting and then you just left for 20 minutes and then came back down and waited for the kill to happen. And then you came back down and then Nuggy had the mouse. And then remember you tried to get the mouse out of his mouth and oh, he went and he crunch, crunch. Yeah. Was that th- this year? Yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we're up to five now in the last little bit this season. This this fall, 
This fall <laughs> on NBC, Five Mice, <laughs> dead. Anyway, uh, I'm just sick of it now. I'm going to lay traps. Uh, the, the, the idea was, so now we let the cats roam in the <laughs> house every night because I was like, well, they'll just deal with the mice and I don't have to deal with it in traps because in traps it sucks. You fucking got to whatever. Yeah, but it's gross either it's, way. Yeah, but it's a lot less mess in a trap. They're dead in the trap. You take the trap, bring it outside. You toss the little mice carcass, mouse carcass in the woods and it's done. I come home last night, and I think this is from, this is my theory, because it's the only thing that's happened that's different. All those babies that were released in the beginning of the summer, I think they nestled, I could see holes on the side of the house, in the the, uh, earth, Mm. there's like a half wall of like, Mm. retaining wall, but it's like, there's no retaining wall, it's just like dirt, it's just Mm -hmm. like the way it is, and all these little holes in it after we released the mice. Mm. So Jen found like a bunch of baby mice, like eight or nine, and they just went scurrying off the patio and they were just hanging off the patio forever. Anyway, they made homes right around the house and now they're all coming in and they're all being picked off one by one by the cats. <laughs> and the idea was that it's just like whatever the cats will deal with it, I don't have to live with, but you have to deal with it anyway. It's So last night I come home and it's always a f- mess and blood everywhere and Nuggy will eat the mouse and then puke it up. And so now he doesn't. Oh, I'm gonna fuck throw up. Now he doesn't eat the whole thing. He'll just eat parts of it because he Gross. remembers he was sick, and he'll still puke. Uh. So yesterday I come home. It's late, one thirty in the morning, and uh, Farley's down here in the mudroom. Farley's always like the left out. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little guy. I know. I come and he's here, and he runs away from me, and I come upstairs, and Nuggie's like. Mm-hmm doing that thing the growl yeah he's which he only ever does when he has a mouse or a toy that looks enough close like it triggers it it's like an animalistic carnal instinct thing and um he's like doing that thing and he panics when you get close to him and you know you know when uh you've watched movies where there's a scene that's in the forest where they're trying to be quiet Mm mm-hmm Let's say there's like a threat, a killer or something, or even an animal, and they're like hiding from it, mm-hmm. and then they step on branches, yeah. and it cracks. That's the fucking sound it made last night <gasps> when he was chewing this mouse's Ew. face. No, Ew. it was off dry branches cracking. That's what it sounded like. Twigs. Oh. Walking on twigs. That. And then, so when did he barf it? Right after? So this is what happens. I go up. And, uh, I'm he's, scared of the details that you're about to say. He's behind the couch, and he's like, because mm, because I approached him. I, I I'm not even knowing he had a mouse. I was like, I heard that thing. I'm like, fuck. I came back down. I had a little work to do on the computer. So I'm like, oh motherfucker. But as I was turned around and started coming back downstairs, I heard that twig cracking sound, and that's just him snapping little mice bones, mouse bones, and eating it. So then I'm like, I do what I had to do with the computer, and I woke up, um, woke up, go back up, Pornhub, and uh, it's not true. Mm-hmm. Off it all, off it all. I'm so pure, by the way. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But um, I never knew Pornhub was such an issue. It was never an issue, <laughs> never. It's just something that uh, people do. Anyway, once in a blue moon, every Tuesday. Six o'clock. Um, 
I go back up and there's just pieces of mouse everywhere. There's Ew. in the kitchen, there's the head. Uh, there's like a shoulder on the mat by the uh, sink for washing dishes. Gross. There's uh, behind the couch, there's little guts. And, okay. And by the kitchen table, just the tail. And there's blood everywhere. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. And I'm like dry heaving. Ew. I have a disgusting uh, broom from the shed that I'm trying to, but it's all wet mouse parts. So it's not like broom sweeping up in the dustpan. So I just have to take bleh, a nap- uh, paper towel. Kleenex and flush it. Ugh. And Nuggy now is snapped out of it. He's not in that weird animalistic carnal instinct trance now he's just a little cute kitten under the uh <laughs> under the uh one of the dining room chairs <laughs> but he's looking at me and i can tell he's going through it like he's not feeling well <laughs> like oh, his no. face he's got a little long face and he's like serious he's just like crouching he's not like <laughs> doing the he's like crouching and he's looking oh gosh but he's snapped out of it completely he's fine but he's just like i'm like oh, he, this little guy doesn't feel well right now and there's puke also pukes filled with guts and blood Oh my gosh. So this is what I'm doing in, in the morning. And I'm at, at almost 2 a.m. So I'm like, traps, I got to set traps. Yeah. Put the cats back in the mudroom. Because it really is a mousiker. There's blood in the mudroom now today. Because he brings it down. He'll kill it. Oh, it's not even fully dead. He'll bring it down. His first instinct is to bring it down in the mudroom. Then he goes back up with it. So there's blood just everywhere. It's when, so disgusting. Do we have any mouse traps? Nah, maybe, but we can get some let's, more. Let's get some. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but we should be. I mean, we can't. There's. We gotta be coming to the end of it, right? I mean, there's no not an unlimited number of mice, unless someone, uh, someone, a mouse had a litter in the walls or something. Well, I wonder if um, because it's been such a warm fall too. Like, it's so warm out there. Yeah. It's, like, crazy warm that I think it's extended the whole thing. And I think the reason that they come in in the spring, too, is because the same reason. Like, they, it's like they come out thinking it's summer, and then it gets cold again, so they come inside to try to yeah. warm up. Anyway, I think I think it, that's a factor that it's extended now, too. I don't know. I hate it. And it's gross, and I'm over it. At yeah. first, when he caught the first couple ones, I'm like, oh, all right, good job, Nuggy. Yeah. Nah. And cleaned it up. And now it's the fifth one in, in no time. And it's just so messy. Again, pieces of mouse. Yeah, it's gross. All over the house at 2 a.m. I, I just want to go to bed. And then I'm like, it's going. And then I clean it all up, and I go to bed, and that's all I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm just on a loop, just mouse pieces, mouse pieces, mouse pieces, mouse Ew. pieces, mouse pieces. And I'm like, fucking gross. And then the cats will come out and <laughs> rub their face on us. We're like, <laughs> it's, it's so disgusting. It's kind of interesting how we can watch Dateline NBC right before bed. But if you actually have to physically pick up mouse body parts, that will disturb well, you. Watching, of course, because you <laughs> smell it, you feel it, you feel yeah, the texture. All the senses. It. If it was a, a real life Dateline NBC, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. If I walked in and there was a dead person I in the bathroom. I should hope not. I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to pu- push this corpse off to the side and go sleep. It's it's in person. It's live and direct. And so anyway, so Nuggy, when he was crouching under the table, I was like, oh, this guy's going through it. He's not feeling great. I come back down, do a couple things. I clean up the, the rest of the mouse pieces. Then I come up and he's on the fridge. And I look at him uh. and I'm, I, he's just lying there. And I go, you're gross. And he's like, it's 
I'm like, I had he already barfed again? Ba- yeah, he had barfed. At that point, he was fine. He had eaten pieces of it, puked most of it up. Now he was back. <laughs> and his nose a little extra red because, you know, he's got like mouse blood on it. Gross. I know. Uh, there's Honestly, after these cats, I don't know that I want more cats. I mean, yeah. we still have like another good 10 years with them. So At least. At least. I know. My 10, sister's cat is 19. Yeah, so that would mean 15 more years with Nagi. <laughs> I mean, they're mostly overall very cute yeah but they're gross they They shed and they shit and they uh, i know they shit in your house there's just and there's just and this has been always a fear of mine but being of one of those houses that you go over and they're like it just smells like animals but you don't smell it because you live here and other people come over and you're like i'm always so scared of that that's why i'm always like burning incense and like putting um or uh, diffusers with essential oils and you know what would be good airing out the house is a little area that has like a cat door or a dog door where they can go in and do all their stuff. Hello, the mud room. That's what's. Yeah, but, but I know, but it's also our entrance room. Like I, I, it's own room. Like that's all shed? it is. Well, attached to the house. There is no like. It would be good somehow. Where though? I don't know. Think about it, but where logically when we have time. We have time. We have time to figure it out on on the show. Well, not you'd have to build something. It wouldn't be existing right now here. You'd have to have it ventilated. You have to put a little fan in there, like in the bathroom, and yeah, like, they're just gross. I know. And you turn on the ceiling fan upstairs, and all of a sudden, there's just a cat hair in the air everywhere. And when the I sun know. shines in the in the thing, you just see cat hair. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I never leave the butter. With the cover off or anything no. like anything exposed like that, because just like it draws. Yep. It's disgusting. Yep. Yes, they're cute and they give you these little moments of being present and in the moment and whatever, but holy shit, is it worth I it? I think it's also, yeah, but like a dog is different. That's still. It is different, but this the dog is still gross. It still it's ruins still shit. It's yeah. still d- dirty. The, the floors are ruined because of the dog. Uh, you know, it's like. The car, he ruins that. It's like, mm-hmm. why do we have pets? Yeah. Anyway, follow us on Marketplace Facebook. You can find a dog, an <laughs> Irish setter, and two cats. Aww. No, I love our cats and dogs. I, I love them, obviously, but they're gross. And you uh, you wonder yeah. why sometimes. You oh, go, what sure. the fuck? And the, like, you, we have a nice area rug upstairs. We can only keep an area rug for like six months. And we have to burn it and get a new one. Because mm-hmm. the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog will go outside, he'll get wet and all of this, comes right in, even though his bed is right next to the rug, lies right down on the rug, and it mm-hmm. gets all flat and stinky, it smells like dog. I mean, it's it's gross. Yep. But I'm so scared to be one of those houses that just smell like a homeless shelter. No offense. No offense. No offense to any homeless people that are subscribed, but you stink. Oh, stop. I mean, they probably do. Stop it. <laughs> um... Yeah. You have anything else? No. Well, I just got back from New Brunswick. Had a funeral. My uncle, my uncle Danny, rest in peace. Eighty-seven years old. And this is the my family's large on my father's side. They were ten siblings, and my dad's one of the younger ones. Ten Sep- siblings or ten kids? Isn't that the same thing? No. Because they were ten. It siblings. sounds like you're saying I don't. 
if you can say they were 10 siblings. Siblings is means it's someone's sibling. So you if can't you say, say they're 10 siblings? I don't think so. I don't know about that. I don't think so. If you say there were 10 siblings, that, that means there's 11 kids. I don't think so. I do. They were 10 siblings? 11, you mean? No, 10. 11? Oh, no, 10. No, if you say so I have ahead. 10 siblings. Oh, so loud. But they were 10 siblings. I'm going to Google siblings. Can you uh, turn down my cans a bit more? Siblings. Yes, one sec. Siblings, meaning each of two or more children of offspring or offspring having one or both parents in common, brothers or sister. Yeah. Okay. They were 10 siblings. I don't know. I still question it, but. N- I don't. Email the show, jdshow at lemonpress.ca. Pretty sure I'm right on this. Mm. Anyway, did you really have to correct me on that one? Sorry. Okay, go ahead. They were 10 brothers and si- there were 10 kids, even though they were all the youngest one is 75. Kids, they're not kids. Siblings makes more sense than kids. Okay, go ahead. What are you looking it up? No. What are you looking up right now? I was going to, but now I've decided not to. Well, you're still on your phone. Because mm, then I, jeez, <laughs> oh, I just, just closed a window. I'm That's just all. Teasing. I was you just closing a you can couple. Look it, you can do whatever you want. You can look yeah, it up. I know. Um, I'm just trying to stay focused. I can close my windows later. Anyway, my dad's one of the younger ones. He's got a younger sister, but and there's so my my dad's 75. So the older ones are in their late 80s. So when we're in New Brunswick for my uncle Danny's funeral, my uncle Norm passed away on Sunday, literally the day after his younger brother's funeral. Danny was 87, and Uncle Norm was uh, 89. Wow. And I'm so, like, and you tell people, anytime someone's older, they go, oh, my God, your uncle passed. I'm so sorry. I go, yeah, he was 89. Oh. Like, it's fine. It's still bad. It's still brutal. It sucks. You'll never see that person again. I looked up to these men. They taught me how to fish and hunt and build things with my dad, of course. And my dad looked up to them, uh, you know. Uh, uh, As a younger close brother. To them. Yes. Yeah. And we're all, we're all very close and I loved my uncles dearly, but they, they go, oh, man, he's 89. That's good. I know. It's like, yeah, it's still sad because it represents time being a motherfucker. Like, I have nothing but great memories of my uncles. And loss is loss. Yeah. And you think, I have so many great memories with my uncles, hunting and fishing. And my uncle Danny taught me how to got a fish. And I've gone hunting with my uncle Norm and we've built things and uh, chicken coops and, and st- you know, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just so many memories and having drinks together and walking in the woods, riding ATVs, going to the camp. Like just so many mm-hmm. growing up and up until recent years. And then it's just like, oh, you'll never see that person again. It's And it just, it, it, it also represents they're getting older and dying. Other people are getting older and dying. So it's like we're all getting older and dying. So that's what it messes with your head. You go, I'm never going to see this person again. And I really loved them and really looked up to them. And it's like, oh, they're gone forever. But they go, no, oh, he was 89. Oh, that's fine. There's like no, it's like it removes any sympathy. It's like, oh, it still sucks. I wonder if that's how the other mice feel when one of their siblings dies from Nuggie. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, so uh, rest in peace, Uncle Norm and, and uh, Uncle Danny yes. and Aunt Muriel and Uncle Al. So My dad's lost four. Now there's six in total? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really crazy. And um, But um, what was I going to say? I, be, being at the funeral on Saturday, people that work in funerals are almost exclusively weird, all of them. It must not, make you not weird. Not the deacon, but the guy that worked there. It must make you weird. Seems so like a weird guy. Hello, everybody. If I could get your attention. <laughs> Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. Would I have votre attention? It's like so bilingual to like to each letter, uh, each word is like. But he was just like this weird, like empty look in his eyes. It's just like, if we would just like to remind you to turn off your cell phones. I'm going to just would update the ten It's just like this weird. <laughs> Empty. But I don't know if maybe it makes you weird or it draws weird people. So it's like, hey, you're gonna work both? With, with you're gonna work with dead people twenty four seven. Will that draw in weird people or that make a per- normal person just weird? Maybe both. And I've been dealing with dead mice and it's made me weird. Mm, you are weird for sure. But but I can vouch for the fact that you were weird before. Mm. Um, I'm wondering if that guy who works at the funeral house, maybe he was the guy who did the voiceovers for all the automated uh, customer service. Hello, mm-hmm. I'm your RBC virtual assistant. Do you have a dead loved one? I can take care of them. Mm-hmm. Did, <laughs> did you ever see I'm the show? I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh my god. Um, did you ever? By the way, I got to wrap up in about two minutes. Okay. So you know. Well, let's wrap it up. I was what, just wondering you if you've seen Six Feet Under, that show. No, I've only ever seen that one episode that you showed me when we first started uh, dating. Do you remember it? When he's on um, Ecstasy? Yeah. Yeah. So good. We should watch that. You'd love it. Yeah, it's, I'm down. It's a great format for every episode. If if you If anyone out there is looking for a new show to watch, it's an old show, but if you haven't seen it, it's really, really, really good. And every at the beginning of every episode, there's a death, and then mm. there's a story. The family that runs the funeral um, home and like does the whole process with the bodies and everything else. It's it's really good. It's really good, and okay. the really good actors, really good stories. Um, excellent. So it's about the death, and it's also about this family, and it's really good. All right. Is it Six good, though, Jen? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. We'll check it out. Uh, you know how we're late to the party? We're like really selling a show from 2003. Well, um, I think we're all looking for new stuff that's even old, good stuff. Like, remember, we watched Sopranos. You should really watch Lost. Yeah, all oh, that was so good. <laughs> I know. It's only good the first time, though. It sucks the second time. And especially the first season. Yes. Anyways. All right. We got to go. All right. <laughs> um, Thanks a lot. Subscribe. We're on your favorite podcast platform. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on iTunes or not iTunes, YouTube and iTunes. Sure. Follow on Instagram. Jordan does a fantastic job. We've got a great uh, new jingle coming up. We've got exciting stuff. And and uh, thank you so much for following, liking, subscribing. Head on over to GandalfSpirulina.com as well. Thank you to those fine folks. And we'll see you next week. And until then, oh, Jenny, I love you. I love you too. Until then, watch your head.